0: Welcome to the Televerse, Streaming in Place, Avatar, The Last airbender. Hello everybody and welcome back to Streaming in Place. Today we are rounding out week 15 with episodes 10 and 11 of Book 2 Earth, which is the desert, uh, sorry, the library and the desert, known as, uh, the two together known as the Fury of Aang. So you can see, Alison, why I didn't tell you that title yesterday uh keenan says I-, I wanted to give everyone a hug and some orange slices after these episodes um and i wailed Appa's name at multiple points uh listeners will be happy to hear that noel has appa appa's fine because he's Appa's right here in in noel's arms being cute and fluffy and adorable uh so allison how are
1: you doing not well not well uh i want to commend you both on your poker faces when i was in experiencing such distress about appa in the swamp and um whatever other episode where they were shooting things at appa um because obviously that's small potatoes um compared to what's going on now um Uh, My comfort in this moment, in this trying time, is that as a Nickelodeon show, there's absolutely no way that we next see Appa in the form of burgers, which is what would happen if this were grittier. Um, So I assume we're not going to see Appa in the form of burgers.
2: Oh no! No We're drinking We're water. We're okay. We're not. We're not. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That was that was that was borderline abusive. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay.
1: That's okay. Um it's I just kept saying this to myself. It's on Nickelodeon. It's yeah. on Nickelodeon. It's on Nickelodeon. <laughs> it's on Nickelodeon. He <laughs> um, says
0: that was awful I hate you both. Yeah.
1: Fair, fair, oh, fair, fair, yeah. fair. It was um, a decidedly pregnant pause. <laughs> it you know what? I just, I'm so worried and I'm worried about all of them. I'm worried about all of them. I'm worried about their hydration levels. I'm worried about what, Bacteria could come from drinking the bending water, which seems like a terrible idea. And obviously desperate times. Katara, clear MVP. Way to go, buddy. You're doing great. Congratulations on keeping a level head. Um, but I'm concerned, I'm concerned about Toph dealing with the guilt and ostracization and all of the stuff that's coming from her doing the only thing that she could possibly do and absolutely saving the day. Only nobody seems to think, Hey, thanks for not letting us die. Like, it was extremely stressful. I'm glad you didn't tell me the name of it. Uh, I like that both Aang and Zuko are having emotional experiences. That's very nice. Not- I like that there's enough emo to go around. And I understand Aang's fury. But dude, he needs a therapist. Somebody call Dr. Linda.
0: <laughs> yeah uh keenan says the parallels are very good and yeah i definitely agreed uh noel did this hit as hard the second time or you know 10th time that you're viewing yeah
2: it? no i've watched these pair. i've watched i've watched season two a bunch of times um so it doesn't hit as hard um it's still really just not the best feeling though of like watching him get taken Um, watching Alpa get taken by the sandbenders um, from a bunch of sandbenders that should know better apparently um and so it's just it's tough um and so i'm just like it's sad but i do really like both of these episodes um because i like the whole thing with the library i like the Owl spirit, we'll get into that, voiced expertly by Hector Elizondo, who's the guy I teased Mm -hmm. um, yesterday because Hector's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, The only way to make that owl better is to get Stanley Tucci, Um, but you get Hector, so it works out just as well. Um, Yeah, but you do just really, I think that it's particularly in the desert. They do a really good job of making you concerned about everyone in very different ways and i really appreciate that especially because this has been a rough like run of like episodes for our heroes like they don't get any sleep they're getting chased they have to deal with um trying to fight off Sabretooth moose lion and then they get lost in a desert after almost getting killed by an mm-hmm. angry owl spirit and his foxy assistants
0: yeah And let's skate right past the trauma of, no, leave me here to die. Bye. There
2: was time now. (laughs) Yeah. Is what I kept thinking of with that guy just being like, yeah, no, I love books so much. I'm going to stay here. I don't have tenure. I'm just an adjunct. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: But also they probably wouldn't have had enough water for everyone if he'd been there, so.
2: No, no, no. Yeah. No, it would have been one too many characters for everything in the desert if they had kept him. Yeah. Which is the real reason he has to stay there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, yep, nice and traumatizing. Um, The decision that we see from Sokka to know we're going back and we're finding this date on the sundial um, is intense and reckless, but also very uh, mature. Like that, the, having the presence of mind to make that decision, um, I think we're supposed to think it's the right idea, the right decision. Um, but yeah, that it shows us like they're at a very different place than they were, you know, at the start of all this. And, you know, they've really got, I mean, obviously they've been through a lot, but, um. Yeah. It, it. I have so many questions about the level of learning and knowledge and science in the, like, so clearly they, like they don't have astronomers around who can accurately predict eclipses because it's like a big deal, right? That, that there's this, this thing in, in the library that can do that. Um, so it's opening up ball. Like but then what, there's nobody at the college <laughs> of, of Ba say or wherever it was. Um, so, I don't know. I, that sort of opened up more questions, but I thought that the giving that choice to Sokka, having Aang support him, um, and then also the knowledge that partially because they did that, that's why it took them so long to come up. If they had come up sooner, they would have been there when the sand people, the sand uh, benders took Appa. So, yeah, there's um, like you're saying, Allison, there is guilt and drama enough to go around. I did think, obviously obviously MVP Katara. But I did think that the rest of them aren't concerned enough about Appa. Was that just me?
2: Well, I mean, they do a weird sort of balance issue with that in which they just drug Sokka and Momo for most of the episode Mm -hmm. Um, so that you get a little bit of comic relief. Um, And Toph is in a weird position of being responsible, air quotes, for... Appa being abducted because she's not responsible. She did, as Allison said, the best that she could in the situation of making sure that the library doesn't fully submerge itself um, and then having to bend with something that she can't actually see um, in terms of it being like really fuzzy um, because of sand, Mm -hmm. Um, which is a great way to totally undermine arguably your most powerful team member um, that isn't Aang. Um, so all of this just builds into the fact that I think Toph is seen as responsible, but can't vocalize that and is also the youngest member of their team as well, which also puts her in a weird position of having to, and the newest member. And I think that that just creates really weird dynamics in which everyone's worried about Appa, but I think that the more pressing concern is getting out of a desert. Yeah, which I think is a reasonable thing to be concerned about because you can't look for him if you can't get out of the desert.
0: Well, yeah, but it wasn't a sense of we need to get out of this desert so we can go look for him. It was we need yeah. to get out of this desert because we have to get to Bossing Say to tell them of the eclipse. Right. And yeah. I would have liked just a little bit more. We need to get out of this desert so that we can go find Appa, right? Even if that is maybe like or 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 give a stronger sense that she's like. The, the dark, you know, assumption that uh, he's gone, he's going to be dead by now. He's going to be, like, burgers and a pelt by now. Um, which, coming from uh, a culture that hunts and stuff, the way that the... the At least, we're, I think we're supposed to think the, um, the Southern Water Tribe does, that would... Track that would make sense, but that was probably too dark for them to give to Katara as a perspective on this. But um, yeah, I think I, I I would have liked a little bit more. Of at least not because it really felt like Aang was the only one saying, But guys, we gotta save Appa, and that didn't feel right for how long they've all been traveling together. Um, Keenan says, I really felt for Toph, she's been so accomplished and powerful and invincible for most of her earthbending experiences, and now she's in an environment where for the first time she can't see properly, she's responsible for other people besides herself. Uh, that would, uh, they would have absolutely died without her, but Appa. Um, Marcus is the southern water tribe, definitely hunts seals. Yeah, and you would think they would have some experience fighting, like, whatever the Avatar version of Polar Bears are, but, yeah.
2: Platypus po- Polar bear <laughs> Platypus Polar Bears. Elzin,
0: uh, where are you at with that part of it?
1: You know, I sort of agree with Nolan that I think they give themselves a little bit of wiggle room in essentially knocking out Sokka and Momo for the entire, um, Second half of the story here. Um, uh, I also agree with Keenan. I'm so sorry I have to piece out, but no to buzzard, vulture, wasp hornets. Just no. Yeah. Terrifying.
0: Well, also, you missed it earlier, um, but that was literally the first thing Keenan said.
1: Yeah. No, just <laughs> uh, I have no. to leave
0: early, but I have to say, genuinely moving suite of episodes, and absolutely the fun no to vulture hornets i abjure them <laughs> fuck the fuck not yes hard no to death hornet birds ah these yeah. are worse than murder hornets um as soon as they got like in the cave i realized what was up and i wanted to dissolve into a thousand screams buzzard hornets my god okay
1: <laughs> excellent uh murder hornets were the first thing i thought of too um just terrifying uh anyway i think that removing Sokka and Momo from that dynamic um, makes it easier to sort of see where Aang and Katara and Toph all fall, right? Because Toph is struggling with her own thing and is not sure and is being accused of not caring enough when it is very obvious to us because we had the benefit of seeing it happen, that she was extremely upset and did not know what to do Um and had to make a really hard call. Um, but of course, if she had rescued Appa, but then lost everyone else, then, you know, the whole world would be doomed. So, um, so that I get. And then Katara, I guess I re- I just read it as I don't know, this is the flipping back and forth between are you a Saka or are you a Katara continues because that's in a crisis, that's me, right? I, there is no time. To worry about Appa, because if you don't get out of the desert, you'll never have a chance to try to find Appa, because you're going to die. So the most important thing is to not die, and then after that, everything else comes next, right? You got to keep people calm and hydrated and get them out of the desert. And then we can worry about how to try to find Appa. Whereas Aang is obviously completely dominated by, understandably, by his emotions um, and looking at it as sort of a conflict between the two of them um, not in an antagonistic point of view, but where Aang's emotions are um, directly in conflict with Katara's efforts to keep them moving uh, I think makes the second episode really wonderful and fascinating to watch and makes that ending all the more resonant.
0: Yeah. The, um, the stakes are just so high. Like I was like, they're, well, they're dead. There's like, there's no way they can't get out of this. The desert's too big. We, we watched them fly over it for a long time. There's no possible way. And then having the way that they um, have Toph literally stumble over um, a boat and be able to see it. Um, I thought that they did all of that well. I thought they really um earned uh, the 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 breaks that they get. And with uh, aforementioned uh buzzard hornets, the 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 good positive yay breaks that they get in the case are t- are terrible too. So like that 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 really helps too. Um, then we have before we you know because we're gonna wrap up before too long, but. I, I do want to spend a little bit of time on the library because it's so cool. And I really like the, the, the owl spirit, um, and both like a good blend of ancient and wise and sarcastic and ridiculous. Uh, Noel, did you have a favorite part of the, the library?
2: Um, so I have a lot of favorite parts of the library. Um, like I love when we see, I don't want to get the spirit's name here. Where is he? Uh, Wan, Wan one, one, um, like stretches its neck, and it just gets like way too long. Even though owl necks are actually kind of long anyway, um, but yeah, it just gets it gets like Miyazaki demon long, and that's not great. Um, but I really appreciated everyone's. Here's my knowledge that I'm offering up to the library, where it's like a good book, a waterbending scroll, a wanted poster. a knot
0: (laughs) technically counts technically correct the best kind
2: of correct and i I think that like a knot is actually like a legitimate piece of knowledge and that one shi tong is being a little of a bit of an elitist um because that that takes skill and like learning and knots knots are cultural um however it's not the culture um so i think that I think that there's something that was all really, really fun. And then I also really enjoyed how we don't get. One of the things I actually really do enjoy about this is that we don't get like a heavy amount of like backstory from this Zhao mentioning this like way back at the end of season one, which is where our payoff is for this. But we don't get like a lot of discussion of Zhao finding it, what his, how he engaged with Wan Shi Tong or anything like that. It's just. He showed up. He came ex- explicitly for this, and then presumably burned every the Fire Nation wing of the library to the ground. Um, and I love all of that, but the fact that it's just handled like really quickly, I think, speaks to the restraint because it's really easy to turn that into a flashback in which we really iron out that Zhao was the worst, but we already knew that, so we don't need to. Mm-hmm. I also,
0: um, I also really enjoyed the uh the you know it's not in the library but the the bar where they have like they take the time to show them the mango drink you know (laughs) i like that like it's only a 22 minute episode but no we're gonna show him chopping it up and then scooping it and that looked very refreshing
2: yeah uh, especially in the middle of the desert
1: it was very um cold stone creamery
2: (laughs) yeah yes it was that's a great comparison um, I love that. I miss Coldstone.
0: <laughs> I also like that Toph is the one who has the cash for it, right? Who's yep. like, oh yeah, I'm getting one of these because you know she's she strikes me as someone who's like, oh yeah, I'm definitely grabbing my piggy bank before we leave because. I mean come on have you seen these pe- these people are not <laughs> on top of of this you know as much as Sokka wants them to be on top of things um he's going to buy that bag and not save money for you know the surplus. That bag
2: came in handy cuz he was stuffing a bunch of scrolls and books into it
0: Yeah so how dumb do we think that he thinks the, the owl spirit is cuz clearly the answer is very
2: Yes he thinks the owl is very dumb
1: yeah, Saka might have a great mind for science, but he's not particularly smart about some other things. Like when they were like, "Saka, you're dumb or whatever it was. I was like, no, no, Saka's not dumb. He's just acting like an idiot. Use that brain. <laughs> Apply it. Um, I do really want to quick mention while we're on the subject of Toph uh drinking her amazing cocktail because this is where i first noticed it i love that her feet are dirty yes um it's such a good detail like just it says it just is a really wonderful detail i that blew my mind and then i was like maybe it's just shading and then i kept noticing it so Mm -hmm. amazing
0: Mm -hmm. yeah um let's talk about the Zuko stuff then because we get a little context For that detour that that Iroh had them take for the White Lotus Tile, Um, how are we feeling about our secret society here?
1: Of course he's a mason! (laughs) (laughs) Of course! I was like, oh! Of course! Is this gonna be... And when it first started, I was like, okay, wait, is Iroh a spy or is he in a secret society? And I'm glad it was Secret Society. Not that there aren't also spy games. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's, what do you say? You know nothing of the covert arts or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was really great. Um, what a fun reveal! What a great, just it. The whole storyline was delightful, and I I hope that we get to see more of them calling on this particular resource in the future because it was um, another way to show to demonstrate um, how easy it might be to underestimate Iroh beyond his fighting prowess right he's also incredibly well correct- connected and um an expert problem solver and respected among these people and just very cool
0: I don't want to go to your secret meeting anyways I just like I'm I wanna, I'm gonna stay here in this I'm just room.
2: gonna smell this flower once yeah and then I'm gonna take a nap and then
0: <laughs> yeah be ready, ready to fight yeah ready what's um, going on Noel, any thoughts uh, on what we know so far of the white the white lotus?
2: I really like. I I I just I always a little bit of me always forgets of like they that how early they set that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I remember mean, that we're not going to get more of
0: that drinks yeah. beverage. Um,
2: but that the show very wastes very little. Um, and which is the thing I actually really like is that as the show progresses now, like you actually realize that they have a really good narrative economy in terms of you thought that this thing wasn't important, but it actually ended up being sort of important becomes like a little bit of a runner going forward. Um, So I, I like it. Um, And I think it's, I think it's great. And I like that it's in the back of a flower shop. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I think it's good. Uh, Marcus says the, the secret sign was a little too long, maybe. Like, it takes a minute to place enough stones to make the flower. And that's true. And it's kind of noticeable when you just see them doing it as a pattern. So it doesn't feel super secret. Mm-hmm. Um, but secret enough. Um, but, I mean, it's a very cool little, like, End result. That looks really good. Um, what do you think about? What do you two think about our two Earthbender bounty hunters, our odd couple of the Avatar world? I love both of them so much. It was um, pretty fun. Showing yeah. up. Um, and they're very different styles of bending um, since uh, Lo Fang, not Lo Fang, who's, who is, what's, I can't remember the teacher's name ever. Master Yu? Yeah, Master U's style is very mm, mm, like practiced and studied, whereas not Vince McMahon is <laughs> much more of a brawler type. So I really like that, like that dichotomy of stuff there. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop talking.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're they're fun together. Like the notion—I don't know if I bought them abandoning their main objective the way that they did in this. That, that felt very much like, well, let's have the, them be, instead of bringing somebody new to be the antagonist for Zuko and Iroh, let's let's bring these guys over. Um, so economy of characters. Uh, but other than that, it, you know, I, I enjoy those two. So it was fun, even if it didn't really. But then the end of the episode, like, let's pretend this didn't happen and go back to hunting our main <laughs> bad people or, you know, I guess our main protagonist, our main, main, target. Protagonist, Man, our main yeah. target. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I thought. I, I enjoyed that detour, even if it didn't maybe make sense. Uh, do we have any final thoughts on these episodes? Besides, you know, Appa needs to be okay now.
1: It's on Nickelodeon. It's on Nickelodeon. It's on Nickelodeon. <laughs> it's on Nickelodeon. Um, I I, th- I, think that this is a very effective two-parter. Uh, and to be honest, does more for the, um, the, the Katara Appa, not Appa, <laughs> Katara Ang shipping, um, than any of the, ooh, we should have our first kiss, or ooh, I have such a crush, yeah. or ooh, we went to a fortune teller, than any of that, um, just because it is uh-huh, actually really about funny. seeing someone, acknowledging them, understanding where their pain is coming from, um, and being a source of comfort and bravery. And it's just. Katarpa. Katarpa. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Marcus says, you don't ship Katara slash Appa. Katarpa? Yeah. Um, uh I ship Papa
2: with everyone so I mean,
1: Yeah, I ship Papa out. and Momo. What yeah. an odd couple. <laughs>
2: um
1: I just thought that it was a really emotionally resonant ending and it did way more for me in getting invested in that relationship and where it seems to be headed than any of the stuff before it.
0: Yeah, yeah the stuff in the desert with the sandbenders and the you know, titular Fury of Aang was really well played. Um, And we've mentioned the cactus juice, but like, I also wanted to shout out the visual style and the way that they adjusted that for, for them as they are incredibly high on cactus juice. Um, That was pretty fun. Noel, any final thoughts?
2: It's, it's one of the things I love about the cactus juice, cactus juice joke is it's the only way to kind of sneak in like an alcohol reference in this show and get it past standards and practices in a weird way of accidental drug use can kind of skate by standards and practices. Mm-hmm. Um and I just I love that they were able to get away with it because it's a very it's you need the comic relief. Yeah. Um so I really appreciate it. Um anything else? No, not about these episodes. Um I'm just excited because and I don't want to hype this up too much, but we're just entering like the last nine episodes of the season, um, and they're all good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They're all good, is the thing. Like, I don't want to overhype it, but they're all good. Um, so I'm very excited about where we're going. Um, so why don't you tell us about Kate? Why don't you tell us about the next two episodes? Which, if you're watching on Netflix, are actually only one episode. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so the next two episodes are episodes 12 and 13 of season two, The Serpents Pass and The Drill, but together they're known as Secret of the Fire Nation. So apparently on Netflix, it's just like one
2: episode. Yes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one 44, 45 minute episode. So they're grouped together. So just click play on that episode. And you're set.
0: So that's what those are the ones we're going to do for next week, Monday. Uh, Allison, any guesses on that?
1: What's the title? One more time. The Serpent's Pass
0: and the Drill, or Secret of the Fire Nation.
1: Hmm. Well, Secret of the Fire Nation seems um, seems like that's probably eclipse related. Okay. Maybe I'm guessing the serpents pass might be their way out of the desert as led by the sandbenders who are so uh, Tatooiney. It blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'm going to guess that, um, we're going to get another all skate kind of moment because our, um, Bounty hunting odd couple being on uh, attempting to follow Zuko and Iroh could, in theory, see sort of all of them coalescing in a really interesting, tense way. So I guess that's my other guess. Okay. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Marcus mentioned that on, in the, if you have the standard deaf Netflix, it's listed as two episodes. But apparently the high deaf Netflix, it's listed as one episode. Good luck, everyone. Hopefully we all have right,
1: the right stuff.
2: And I don't know what it is on the Blu-rays, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they break it down on the Blu-ray.
1: It is the um, CW crossover moment mm-hmm. of Avatar, apparently. Because, man, trying to watch a CW crossover on Netflix is a nightmare. See also all seasons of Doctor Who when they were on Amazon Prime. I have not looked at them when they are on HBO Max, but watch trying to watch any season of doctor who start to finish is a mess or at least was on amazon because the christmas specials are grouped separately (laughs) Yep, it's (laughs) just it's all just the worst
0: it's the Mm -hmm. worst anyway anyways well on that cheery note thank you marcus for hanging out thank you keenan for hanging out uh in the chat we're gonna be back uh on the um, on monday so you know Hopefully, have a lovely weekend, and hopefully there are not too many middle-of-the-night fireworks for everybody. Um, Hug hug your momos close, and we'll be back on Monday. Bye. Bye -bye.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye.